Welcome to the Love Your Truth podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, and for over a decade, I have been a licensed clinical psychologist, life coach, and on my own journey of personal and spiritual development. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you an inspiring guest or a thought that will help you move beyond fear and doubt to unlock your true potential because you know there is something inside of you that you want to express and a kind of life that you want to create. We're going to be talking about personal development, wellness, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. You'll get a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your life today. Are you ready? Let's get on to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Love Your Truth podcast. And before we dive into today's topic, I do just want to remind everybody again about the upcoming retreat that's happening September 7th through the 14th in Costa Rica. And this is going to be an amazing week of deep diving connection connection to ourselves, connection to each other, connection to nature. It's going to be a really transformative experience and a great opportunity if you are feeling that call within yourself to really take a leap, to invest, to do something different, to really create change in your life. This is a great way to start that process. It's going to really be a magical experience. And so if you are interested or you think you might even be interested, reach out to me, send me an email, send me a DM. Let me know that you're interested so I can get you more information. It is a very limited group. It's, uh, you know, we're being very selective in how many people we are bringing with us because we want you to have the most uh, the most transformative experience. And I think we're really going to do that the more intimate we can create this group. So there are only, I think, four spaces left. So if you think you might even be interested, reach out, let me know so I can get you that information. And uh, for today, I want to talk to you a little bit about change. And specifically around change, I want to talk about why it is sometimes so hard to make changes, why sometimes it's so hard to take the action that we say we want to take or the flip side of that to stop doing the things, to stop acting the way that we, in ways that we don't want to be acting. And obviously this is a universal experience that I think every single one of us can relate to, can identify with. Um, it's a big part of the work that I do with my clients. You know, people come in because they're wanting to create change in their life. And I would say that, you know, 99% of the time, the issue when it comes to making change isn't necessarily a lack of knowledge or understanding or knowing what it is that a person needs to do, but it's actually uncovering and looking at what are the obstacles and what are the roadblocks that are getting in the way of actually making those changes. 
And so in order to understand and to really understand why we're not making those changes, why change is so hard, we need to have an understanding of how our human psychology works. And this is true for all of us. This is, you know, we all have our unique experiences that we bring to the table, but underneath that, we are all being driven by the same forces. And so having a basic understanding of how we operate is really important to this process of creating change. Now, I will say that with this caveat, that insight alone does not bring about change. And this is a really important concept to take in. And this is why, you know, sometimes therapy, and I say this with so much love and compassion, obviously, as a therapist, I've dedicated my life to this field, but why sometimes therapy can feel so stagnant. It can feel like week after week, someone might be coming in and talking about the same thing. And um, you know, nothing in their life seems to be changing. And the whole time they might be developing really important, really powerful insights and really important, really powerful understanding, but insight and understanding alone are not going to create change. So know that, but also again, with so many things in life, we're really, you know, holding that space of, you know, the, the beautiful paradox that exists within Um, so many areas of our experiences. And so knowing that on the one hand, insight and understanding are not going to bring about change. But on the other hand, we also, in order to create real lasting change, we need to have that insight and that understanding. Because if we're just trying to change without really understanding what's going on underneath, what we end up doing is we end up falling into that trap of um, the if this happens, then I'll have that feeling, right? So if I lose weight, then I'll feel good. If I make this much money, then I'll be happy. If I you know, fill in the blank and we end up on this hamster wheel, right? And so change is happening, but that underlying experience isn't shifting. And so that's where the, the balance strikes. And that's what I want to talk about today is how we, how we have to meet our understanding in that process of change, okay? So stay with me through this. There's a lot of information, but this is a really, really important piece of our journey is really you know, starting off with that fundamental understanding of how our human psychology works. And so I'm going to take you through sort of the step-by-step of how we come to experience anything and how our lives are created. And what happens is it starts, first and foremost, it starts with our circumstances. It starts with the external experiences that we have. A circumstance can be all of the people, places, and situations including our past that's in our lives. And the key to understand uh, about our circumstances, there's two parts of this. Number one, circumstances are out of our control, right? We don't have any control over other people, places, situations, or our past as much as we may try to change it. (laughs) We can't, it's out of our control. The other thing that we need to understand about our circumstances, and this is the really, really, really hard one for most of us, 
but it is one of, again, the most important pieces to come into acceptance and understanding of is that circumstances are neutral. And what I mean by neutral is that circumstances just are, they happen and they're neither good nor bad. So stay with me and this will make sense as we move through the other parts of our, our human psychology and the other pieces of this process. But what, what happens is there is a circumstance, there's a situation, there is an occurrence, something that happens, right? And it just is like just the facts, this thing happened. Okay. And then what we do from this circumstance, we then have a thought that we attach to the circumstance. And this thought we sometimes call it a story or a narrative, but it's in this thought that we place our judgment on the circumstance. We internally label this circumstance, this situation as either being good or bad, positive or negative, painful or pleasurable, right? We attach a judgment based only on our thoughts about the circumstance. And again, the circumstance itself is neutral. It just is. And then we come in with a thought to label it, to judge it. And granted, there are, you know, there are certain moral compasses. There are some, you know, universal values that we may collectively hold, um, which will, you know, can kind of shape some experiences and the judgment that we place on them. Like, you know, by and large, most of us are going to say murder is bad or murder is wrong. Um, you know, and that's going to be dictated by our, our collective society. But again, we have to recognize, and this isn't about necessarily fault or right and wrong, but really just understanding the process that if we grew up in a different culture, if we grew up in a different society, it is very possible that we, our moral compass could be a little different and we would have a different thought about any given circumstance. Okay. So stay with me through this. So we have a neutral circumstance that happens. There's a then internally a thought that we attach to the circumstance that then tells us how we are going to feel about that circumstance. So it goes circumstances, thoughts, and then our feelings, right? So if we have a situation that happens, this neutral situation, and we attach a thought to it that says, this is really wrong, this is really bad, we're probably going to have a feeling that is not as pleasurable, a feeling that's going to be painful, a feeling that's going to be uncomfortable, okay? So then from our feelings, our feelings will then determine what actions we take. And when we say actions, it's really going to be an action, a reaction, or inaction, right, where we don't do anything. But that action, reaction, or inaction is going to be determined by the feeling that we're having and before and that feeling that we're having is going to be determined by the thought that we are holding about whatever circumstance or situation we are experiencing and then from those actions reactions or inactions we're going to have our results we're going to have our life and so you know the the problem that that happens is that none of us are really being taught this process none of us are really 
learning, you know, we don't grow up in a culture, we don't grow up in a world. And I think, you know, modern parenting is doing a better job of this now. But for most of us, we didn't grow up where people were teaching us emotional intelligence. And this is really what we need the most. So, you know, the next logical question that we might ask ourselves is what determines what we're thinking? If our thoughts are really, if you look at this, you know, this model, you have your circumstances and then a thought, which determines how you're going to feel, which will lead to what actions you're going to take or not take, which will then give you the results that you want in your life. The next logical question it would seem to make sense would be to understand, well, where's my thinking coming from? If it's what's driving everything, if it's creating my feelings, if it's creating my actions, if it's creating my results, then I need to know what it is that I'm thinking. And I also need to know how to change that thinking if I want a different result in my life. And the answer to this question, the answer to this process, the answer to creating real change comes from mindfulness. It's in learning how to become an observer to our thoughts and bringing a sense of awareness and consciousness. But even more importantly, it's about bringing separation between ourselves and our thoughts. Because so few of us were actually taught this concept, most of our thoughts are just running on autopilot with almost no regulation. And, you know, the truth is it can become a bit overwhelming when we start to bring awareness to our thinking. And we really see just how many of our thoughts are negative. But I really want to encourage you to try not to let yourself get discouraged because this is really, really where our power and our ability to change exists. When we bring that awareness, when we bring consciousness, and we bring separation between ourselves and our thoughts, we bring a sense of empowerment. We bring possibility and we bring choice. So if you really try and change your life without actually understanding this concept, it makes it so much harder. And this is what I was talking about earlier, that you know, too often we focus on just changing our actions. And you know, again, I will be the first person to tell you, I say this over and over again, that we have to act our way into good thinking We can't think our way into good action, but we also have to remember that our thoughts create our feelings, which are driving the actions. And so if we're only trying to change the actions without changing the thought or the feeling that's driving the action, we're going to struggle because we're going to be working against that same feeling over and over and over again. Focusing just on the action requires you to use willpower, which is a finite resource and it's eventually going to run out. So this is why change can be so frustrating. You know, we try to change 
how much we're eating or drinking, or we try to change our exercise routine, or we try and stop procrastinating without actually addressing the thoughts and the feelings that are currently driving our behaviors. And this is why addiction can be such a game of whack-a-mole um, or addiction switching, you sometimes call it, because too often we focus on just changing the behaviors or the actions without addressing what's driving them. So we just replace uh, with other different addictions. But when we can really get an understanding of why we're not doing the thing or why we're doing something, that will reveal the thought and feeling combination that's driving it. So when you change the thought and the feeling, changing the action becomes so much easier. And I recognize and I totally get that this is so much easier said than done that changing our thoughts and changing our feelings is, honestly, it's a lifetime of work. But having this basic understanding is really, really powerful. Because what happens when we understand how we're working, when we understand this exact process, when we understand that situations happen, they're neutral, we have a thought and a feeling about it, which determines how we feel, which then leads to the actions that we take or don't take, which gives us the results we have in our life. When we understand that, and we then start to bring awareness to our thoughts, recognizing that this is what's creating so much of our life, right? This is really what's driving it. And we have that awareness. We start seeing it, we get really, really honest about what it is that we're thinking rather than just running on autopilot, we then have the power of choice. We get to decide. We make a decision to change that thought pattern and change the feeling pattern, which then allows us to change the actions more easily. And the key here and the magic is in that decision to change the thought and feeling patterns. This doesn't happen overnight and it is certainly not easy, but it's in the consciousness of choice that change happens. You know, I always say, in the beginning of this process, when we start developing the awareness, because so much, you know, you have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day is what they say on average. So many of those thoughts are honestly, honestly happening uh, outside. Uh, they're just on autopilot. They're automatic thoughts. And so I always say in the beginning, when we're starting to bring this awareness, you're not responsible for the first thought that you have, right? Because they're just happening. Your brain has these grooves and these neural pathways that have been formed over years and years, and it takes years to create new neural pathways. It's totally possible, and we can do it, but in the beginning, your brain is going to want to keep taking the same route it's been taking. And when we bring awareness to that, what happens is your brain has the same thought it's always had, but now you see that it's happening. And so you're not responsible when that automatic thought comes in 
you have that reaction of, oh, okay, that's the first thought, right? That's just where it went. That's where it likes to go. But now I'm going to choose what I do next. I'm going to choose what thought I take next. I'm going to choose what direction I take myself next, right? I'm not responsible for that first thought that comes in, but I am responsible for every thought that comes after through that awareness. And that's really what, you know, what coaching is about. Shining a light on the underlying causes of our habits, our patterns, and understanding why we do what we do, understanding the thought patterns that we're carrying around, and bringing into light the awareness and the consciousness so that we can make different choices. Making a choice to think, believe, and live something different. So the other part of this process too is that once we identify and once we understand what's happening and how we're working and we see, right, we shine a light on these patterns, we see with honesty and compassion the way our thinking is creating our world, the next step in that process, the the piece in that change, we decide we're going to do something different. But we have to also, at the same time, through that choice to do something different, we have to heal that part of us that came up with this thinking in the first place. We have to meet ourselves with compassion and curiosity. And that is where we get to really understand where the thinking patterns come from. Going back to one of the first episodes, our passengers on the bus. Really learning to identify, understanding what those thought patterns sound like and look like when those different parts of us are in the driver's seat. And from there, we can really decide whether we want to change the way we think or not. You know, some of these things, we know all of this we learned at some point along the way. Some of it, we may decide, you know what, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this, this line of thinking. I'm going to hold on to it, even though, even though it may cause me pain at some points, I'm going to hold on to it. And some of it we're going to say, gosh, wow, I'm really, I'm still living my life through the lens of that five-year-old. I'm still thinking about this situation. I'm still thinking about this person. I'm still thinking about the, the anger that I have towards my father through the lens of a teenager, right? The rebellious teenagers who is going to cut off her nose to spite her face. The key takeaway here is that you have to understand yourself before you can change yourself. And you have to be in a place of compassion and understanding and love. And from there, you can invite yourself to change. You cannot struggle yourself into change. You cannot beat yourself into change. It won't be permanent and it's not going to last. Whatever the change is, you can't do it with force because you'll buckle under the pressure 
and you can't do it with willpower because with willpower, you're against yourself. You're trying to defeat your own mind with your mind. And again, willpower is finite. It is a resource that runs out. We can do it for so long, but eventually that's it. It's, it's done and we, we lose that battle to ourselves. You know, the mind loves to repeat itself. It likes to look for patterns and it likes to be efficient. So once the brain and the mind have been thinking the same thoughts over and over and over again, it's going to want to keep doing the same thing. To change these automatic patterns takes practice, lots of practice. Practice bringing awareness, practice bringing understanding, practice bringing some compassion, and practice being willing to connect more deeply with yourself. I really, really want to emphasize that once you understand that your thoughts create your feelings, which create your actions, and that's why you are not taking the action, or that's why you're doing something you don't want to do, that you take a breath, understand this pattern, and not beat yourself up for it. There's a lot of freedom that comes when we realize that the thought you are thinking now and the thought you might have been thinking since childhood is what is causing your pain. You don't necessarily need to know or figure it out right now why you're thinking that thought. You just need to start with recognizing that you are and that that is causing your pain and then meet yourself with kindness in that recognition. So to summarize before we wrap up, I know for some of you who haven't been exposed before, this might be like mind-blowing to think about. For others, this may seem really, really basic, but I want to take you through the process and really make sure you understand that every single action in your life is because of a feeling. And every feeling in your life is because of a thought you are thinking. And so the first step is to become aware, to really look inside your mind and see what it is that you're thinking, to become conscious and curious. And when it comes to anything in your life, if you get curious about why you might be doing what you're doing, why you're feeling the way you're feeling, the answer you will give yourself will always be a thought. So that's what I have for you today. I hope this was helpful. I hope this made sense for you. I actually made a little outline today. I kind of rewrote, like pre-wrote what I was going to say, which I don't usually do. I tend to be a little bit more off the cuff. And as I'm, as I'm going through it, I find myself wondering um, if it felt more cohesive or maybe a little bit less cohesive. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know if this made sense for you, if this is helpful for you, if you have other questions about this. And as always, I would be so incredibly grateful and appreciative if this did feel helpful for you. If you got anything out of it, if you could please share it with someone else or even more, if you would be so kind as to go to iTunes, 
leave a five-star review if that feels right for you and um, or five-star rating and then a review. It does so much for me in terms of getting the message out there and sharing with others. And I love you all. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me in this way. And I will look forward to connecting on our next episode. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Love Your Truth podcast. I am really just so happy that you stopped by. And I would at this point just love to ask for your help in spreading the message and maybe sharing this episode with someone that you think would love it or benefit from it. And also, if you could head over to iTunes, if you feel so moved to do so, and leave an honest comment and review for us that would really help me out with this journey to helping thousands and thousands of people and until next time please don't forget to love your truth thanks guys